Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 177. Oh, back. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. Uh, how's it going? Oh, not bad. Yeah? Oh. What are you eating there? I'm not eating. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've still got these Doritos in my teeth. Oh, yeah? I had some salsa verde. Salsa verde. Oh, you can do the R sound out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your heritage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just all white. <laughs> if uh, if I would have, for even a split second, stopped to have thought about how to pronounce that, I uh, would have fucked it up. You wouldn't have anything. You know, I could I could do that easily when I was taking Spanish classes in high school. Right. Like I got really good at rolling my R's. <laughs> I'm bad at it now. <laughs> Can't do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, wanna 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 just jump right into this, Omac? Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, Omac. Yeah, Omac, the story of a pimp, an Irish pimp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that been awesome. A new fifty-two, <laughs> switching it up. They said, "Fuck Jack Kirby." Well, no, they they found these uh, sketches where Jack Kirby had always <laughs> wanted to do an Irish pimp comic, and Stan just wouldn't let him do it, holding him back. Yeah. But now it's now it's here. Yep. Ben DiDio and Keith Giffen brought it to light. <laughs> uh, let's amp this up. Let's yeah. talk about this. Let's be loud and yeah. obnoxious. Oh, okay. Uh, OMAC! New 52, DC Universe rebooted. This is, uh, is this our, this is our first, uh, foray into the new 52. Oh, wow, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I know we've almost picked, I've almost picked like three of them. Right. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna pick, uh, one or two here in the, uh, the yeah. next few months. And yeah, now that there's a chunk of them all. Yeah. Yeah, I've got like an entire pile of uh, unread books uh, sitting next to my bed, and quite a few of those are, are from the uh, the new Fifty Two. You mean saving them for the show? Uh, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Just uh, saving them in general. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, I generally don't read a comic unless I do it for the show. So really, yeah, I try, mm-hmm. I try to, but uh, sometimes it just gets away from you. Well, I I I seem to read. A couple a week anyway, um, but usually, I'd say once or twice a month, I read something that I think I'm going to pick for the show, and as I'm reading it, for one reason or another, I decide not to, either because it's bad, or just because it's not something I feel like I want to, like, really talk about, you know, it's like, Give me eh. some examples. Um, well, like, okay. Mostly because I want to see what I'm missing out on. Okay. Well... One that I'm reading right now that I, like I was gonna pick before I picked Omac, but I'm only halfway through it, so I haven't finished it yet. But okay. it's called Suckle. Never heard of it. It's a it's a Dave Cooper comic. Okay, fair. Um, I've heard of him. Yeah. But you know the main reason I didn't pick it was like, like a third or halfway through it, I realized it's it's really 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 similar to the uh, Weathercraft Jim Woodring book we okay. picked. Because it's just kind of like, although, I mean, there's, like, talking in it. Um, surreal. And it's just surreal, and this right. guy's just wandering through this other world, and it just looks neat, and there's, like, crazy shit that happens for seemingly no reason, but 
Right. It seems like it's more like about what's going on in the character's brain and like, you know, just there's all these like, you know, metaphorical things happening where you're like, what's that supposed to mean? And right. I mean, but it was like, it seemed like we would have the same exact show. We would just like plug in. But what if I liked this one? Oh, that'd be weird. And then like, what if I don't like it by the time right. it's over? <laughs> <laughs> but but it, but I started to say, but the art's incredible. But then that's exactly what you said about weather so, yeah. yeah, maybe that would happen. <laughs> well, shit. Maybe you should pick suckle next time. All right. Uh, what were we? Uh, what are we doing? We're talking about Omac. Omac. One man. No. Uh. uh one machine attack construct? I think that's right. Yeah. 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 Not uh, the one man army corps like it used to be. Right. Back in the back in the old fifty two. That's right. <laughs> I think there was more than fifty two back then, wasn't yeah, there? I don't know. No, no. Well why would they call the new fifty two if there weren't yeah, an old one? You're right. Yeah. That makes sense. Huh. <laughs> uh so yeah, so this is uh a little bit different than uh, the the Kirby version. Yeah. Um, I've only ever read the very first issue of the Kirby version. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've read any Kirby uh, Omac Tales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have read the John Byrne four-issue deluxe miniseries oh. from, like, 1990. Was that good? Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But uh, I, at the time, I was a huge John Byrne fan. Yeah. And it was neat to see John Byrne black and white artwork. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Wow. It was uh, it was black and white and gray tone. Wow! I'd like to see that. I've almost picked it multiple times really? uh, throughout the years, hmm. and just for one reason or another, haven't. Wow. And now I feel weird doing it because uh, we've read this one, <laughs> right? Yeah. Eventually, we could do all, yeah, all sure. three versions. Yeah, four. Wow. Four. Because uh, during the uh, Infinite Crisis, there was another variation on the OMAC. The OMAC project? Yeah. It was a uh, weird uh, blue robots. Yeah. They look like creatures from like a tool video. Kind story. of, yeah. Only with Mohawks. Yeah, yeah. I actually read those. I like I liked those. I read, uh, I think I read the series, the, the miniseries that came out around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was alright. Batman was in it. Made Batman. It, made made it, doing made it Batman cool. things. Yeah. yeah. I was still reeling over the uh, the loss of, uh, of a Theodore Cord. Oh, yeah. Blue Beetle. God rest his soul. Are you using the new 52? <laughs> Not the good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, I am going to say right off the bat that uh, when they announced the new 52, I know... Uh, ton of people, uh, some people I, I've even had contact with in the, on the internets mm. uh, in a, in a uh, one might say a friendly manner. Mm-hmm. Uh, as friendly as you can get on the internet. Right, right. Uh, they all pretty much uh, just immediately uh, shat upon the entire uh, OMAC thing uh, when it was announced that it was going to be a series. Uh, because mm. uh, Dan DiDio, mostly. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's not really thought of as a writer. Right? Uh, not only that, uh, although he did start out as a writer at DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I think his like his background, I think is uh, I mean, he's definitely an executive type. Uh, right. But uh, I think he he did uh, 
think it was like one of the producers of like the reboot cartoon. Oh, really? Yeah. I love that cartoon. Uh, so he, yeah, he's had some, some animation experience in the past, uh, just being like an executive, I think. I had no idea that he, yeah, had written any prior stuff. Uh, he and Jimmy Palmiotti wrote, co-wrote Superboy for a while. Uh, before the Dio became the, uh, publisher at DC, or the, the editor in chief, or whatever you want to call him. Mm. Uh, hmm. and I think, uh, I've never had any problem with, uh, any of the things that he does at DC. I think there are certain things that, you know, as a fan, you're just sort of like, you know, eh, that's dumb. Right. But, you know, I've never, <laughs> I've never been one of those guys to just wholly assign blame. On like one person, like the way that people are just like on Joker Swat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he gets it the worst. Yeah, but uh, Dan DiDio is definitely his DC counterpart. Although Jokasada is uh, no longer the editor in chief at Marvel, uh, he still gets a ton of the blame, though. Oh uh, yeah, people still think like he's still ruining it somehow. Yep. yep. Uh, <laughs> a sidebar. Yeah. Uh, last week they announced, uh, Marvel announced, uh, that they were doing a series called Spider-Men. Uh, they didn't just announce it last week, but they finally announced what it was about. Okay. Uh, and it is a crossover between Ultimate Spider-Man, uh, the, the new one, Miles Morales. Yeah. And, uh, Marvel Universe Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so people went back seven years to find an interview with Joe Quesada in which he was quoted as saying that there will never be a crossover between the Ultimate and the Marvel Universe. And if there is, that means we have officially run out of ideas. Oh. (laughs) And people are having a fucking field day with that. (laughs) Right. Saying Marvel ran out of ideas. Right, yeah. Uh, But then also, like a month later, Quesada gave another interview. And basically said, you know, when I said that, you know, I'm also saying right now that, you know, there's also a chance I could change my mind. Because, you know, I'm an adult and I can do that. <laughs> and then there's the fact that it was seven fucking years ago. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, probably right after he said that originally, like, the other, uh, like, you know, higher-ups were like, uh, you right. know, maybe Joe. Right, yeah. That's actually... Something we'll probably do eventually. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, people are just... Right. I hadn't heard about that. Yeah. People are just always wanting to just blame someone. And, and the Dio gets a lot of it from DC. And so, when OMAC was announced, he got... Uh, they're just like, well, fuck that guy. He's ruined the DC universe. Why am I going to read that fucking book? Right. And then, like, you know, when it came out, uh, first issue of OMAC, well, probably one of the better acclaimed books that came out. Like, uh, critically. Critically, right. yeah. yeah. Not sales-wise, probably. Not sales-wise, because it's canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably the main reason we're reading it and reviewing it for this show is because uh, there's no more. We can read the whole... We read the whole series. We right? did read the whole yeah. series. Yeah, I was going to pick it once there were six of them, but right. before issue six came out, I'd heard that you know there's only going to be eight of them. Right, might as well. So I was like, yeah, we'll wait, wait, wait on that. Of course, uh, the whole, uh, New 52 thing, they, they aren't stopping at just six issues for their, their stories. Nope. Uh, cause I know, uh, like the Batman, Night of the Owls thing, that, that's going to like issue 12. Yeah. I think they're all roughly like 
like a year long, you know, a year long storyline. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So unless it got canceled, uh, you know, they're still going. <laughs> we we would have uh, we would have stopped in the middle of a cliffhanger. Had we yeah, just, that would have been bad. Years. Yeah, I mean, like I wouldn't have even even considered that. Right, like that would have been you know in the middle of the story. Right, because it's just the traditional. But hey, this is the new Fifty Two. All bets are off. Right. Uh, so yeah, eight issues long. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just, uh, come out and say it. Uh, whether this is, uh, an unpopular opinion or not, I'm, I'm coming out with it. No. Uh, this may be pretty close to what I want out of superhero comics. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's bold. Yeah. It's a bold statement. Every single issue, for the most part, standalone story. Mm-hmm. With a background plot running through each issue, yeah, that eventually will come to the front, mm-hmm. like a comic should do, right, right. And uh, every single issue has just the right amount of character moments, character building, and over the top fucking colorful action. The action is pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, this. Is a high mark for superhero comics. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. And you killed it. Not you, personally. <laughs> I, I bought every issue. The listener. Oh. The listener killed it. You bastards. You fuckers. <laughs> I was just going to go with a PG kind right. of insult, yeah. but, you know. Oh, you know me. You're hard art. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what they call it. Call you Eric Hardart, Sean Boy. All the time. Uh. <laughs> or do they just call you Eric Hart on? Uh, oh, they might be saying that. Well, it's, yeah, it's hard something, rather. Uh, I mean, I do constantly have a boner. Right. Right. Yeah, I can see it now. Yeah. Maybe they are calling me that. Yeah. Well, either way, you guys are right. Well, yeah. But you're wrong for and, that. And to be feared and respected. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you're not, but you're totally wrong for not buying on that. Um, yeah, I agree. It was, uh, it was super fun. Yeah. Super fun superhero yeah. comic. That's, um, that's all you want out of a superhero comic. That is the bare minimum you made. I mean, sometimes I like a little more. Like, you know, I mean, there's oh, some superhero sure. comics that really, like. Okay, I mean, yeah, I should say that, uh, not every superhero comic should be exactly like that. Right. A Batman shouldn't be like that. Yeah, like even the new Batman, um, I mean, I don't want to review it in case it's something we're going to pick. Yeah, but but it, it's di- it's way different, but right. it's still really enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't Yeah. Batman, the the uh, Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo series, mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely one of the better books that I'm reading out of the New 52. Yeah, me too. Uh, but yeah, it is completely different from OMAC, and it's fine that way too. Yeah. Like, like I definitely don't want Batman to be running around. Yeah, just smashing right. people up. Like so, so yeah, it is, uh, you know, keyed into to what type of character it is. Right. But when you have a big, strong crackling looking character like Omac. Controlled by uh, forces upon you know right. in the heavens or whatever. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean uh, Yeah, well I think I would be disappointed in this book if it were, you know written as if it were, you know, Batman or whatever. You like, know? Yeah, if it was real 
atmospheric and dramatic and right, yeah. broody. And that's not what this book is. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, it's bombastic. Very bombastic, yeah. yeah. And uh, Keith Giffen's art, I mean, you can definitely tell it's Giffen, but it just looks like him and Kirby, like, me- meshed together. You right. Know? Like, both of their styles are there. Yeah. Like, a lot of the faces, of, especially on the, like, just average normal people, they look like Kirby drew the faces. Right. See, I would say on the, the average people, it uh, definitely looks like Giffen drew it. Really? It reminds me a little, I mean, like... I'm less familiar with Keith Giffen's actual artwork than, than like you are. Uh, you know, I'm, I mostly know him from his writing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, just from what I've seen, like his, his uh, Legion of Superhero stuff, you know, like, like it just had that kind of blocky, chunky right. look to it without the Kirby stuff. I mean, I don't know what hmm. I'm saying anymore. No, well, I mean, well, Giffen is. I, I, one I of think. Those... I think what I'm trying to say is that uh, I think he, like, he is melding his own style with with a very heavy Kirby influence. Oh yeah. But I think he's toning it back for like more of the real world stuff, which right. there's not a ton of anyway in this book. Right. Uh, and then he's just totally cutting loose when when the the action starts. I think it's well, maybe it's uh, maybe it wasn't one of the actual just like you know like, office worker kind of people, but I remember some of the actual faces. I think it was on, uh, like, Maxwell Lord's team, whatever this checkmate or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those guys, like, there was a couple panels that, I mean, I swear, it was just like, did he trace that off of a Kirby character? And it was right, just like, right. you know, it's a human. It's not like a monster, but, but uh, yeah, it's so, like, everything's so thick and huge and crazy in this book. Like, yeah. The art's just incredible. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I seriously did, and uh, just uh, like three issues in, I was just like, you know, I'm I'm gonna be mad by the end of this because it's <laughs> just gonna be over. Yeah, <laughs> and I was, because uh, cause you can you can tell that, I mean, like pretty much every issue was just an extended fight scene. Oh yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, you could tell that like. They were building to something. Yeah. Something was happening. Right. And uh, I just never really got to... It didn't get a chance. Right. And you know what what it really reminded me of? And uh, I kind of didn't figure it out until uh, whatever that issue was where he was in Texas. I forget. He just, like, kind of woke up there. Mm -hmm. It reminded me a lot of the the Bill Bixby Hulk TV show. Uh Oh. Because, you know, he's, like, wandering around. He's kind of confused. And he's kind of got these two, you know, like this human and this like monster in his in his brain it's very much dc's version of the whole yeah, yeah but it's it's just yeah it's a little more sci-fi yeah it's you know super curbified right yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah there's like all kinds of aliens and whatnot yeah. very new worldy very yeah. yeah i think even uh some of the characters were from uh the fourth world type stuff yeah i'm, I'm not fourth world not yeah. new world. i knew you meant okay well, the listener might not know. Oh, okay. I didn't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like every, you know, like in the Hulk, like he'd always be wandering around and then right. like something crazy would happen and he would turn to the Hulk and smash shit up. And right. That's pretty much what happened here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a story along with it too, but. Yeah. He's also being manipulated throughout all right. of this, you know, but yeah, 
uh, as Kevin, Kevin Co. Uh, you know, he, yeah, he will wake up, he has no idea what's going on, and then suddenly he turns into a giant blue monster and <laughs> smashes shit. Yeah. yeah. And he's being controlled by, like, pretty much every, every technological device. Right. Like, is being, uh, you know, like, is a, is a mouthpiece for this brother eye, brother eye, like, um, satellite alien entity kind of thing that's. It's a satellite. And, uh, it's one of the things that, uh, uh, actually, this, this is actually, I guess, a better question for you, uh, or, or a better thing for you to speak out about. Oh. Uh, because, I mean, you, you'll read a superhero book, but, you know, you, you aren't, you know, on a regular basis doing so. All right. You're right. definitely not following a series on, like, any regular basis up just, until this. Yeah. Right. Well, and Batman. I read and Batman. Batman. Well, yeah, yeah but I'm, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. But that started with the New 52. Right. Right. Yeah. So you weren't into, like, the crossovers and all this bullshit and the continuity. And yeah. Right. So, as a person that was reading a bunch of that stuff uh, before the, the reboot, uh... Like, I found bits and pieces in this story that called back to certain past storylines before the, uh, the 52 start over. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> so, not having that knowledge beforehand, were you still able to, like, you know, enjoy this for what it was w- without knowing everything that preceded this? Oh, yeah, until you just mentioned it, I had no idea that it right. called back to anything. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, cause basically, uh, it was hinted at a little bit, like like they didn't blatantly come out and say it or even show it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was like one panel where they show like you know Batman, uh, Batman's glove, like when Brother Eye is having a flashback or whatever, and it's because Batman built Brother Eye in the pre fifty two universe. Okay, so it seemed like they were touching back on that a little bit. And the whole Maxwell Lord, you know, uh, becoming evil and, right. you know, killing Blue Beetle, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah, I knew there was, like, more backstory with Maxwell Lord that I wasn't familiar with. I mean, right. like I said, I read OMAC Project, but I felt like there was still, I don't really know that much about the character. So, but, yeah, I mean, it just seemed like he was, I mean, it seemed so Silver Agey where right. it was more about, the action and the right, right. atmosphere, and you didn't really have to know every nuance of the characters. I think that's great. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Perfect, you know. Because uh, honestly, you know, I, with the fact that it was a brand new OMAC, I just assumed that they were, you know, just starting from scratch and then you're just having you know, this thing run around and then right. you know, be its own entity. Uh, but the fact that as a longtime reader, you know, as a regular reader, I guess. That they did throw some of that in without having to beat you over the head with, you need to know this stuff. Right. You know, I thought that was a great way to approach this. Definitely. Yeah. And there's enough, like, tips of that, like, uh, like the build a friend. They right. They put right. that in there from the old OMAC stuff and, um, reference to, uh, Granny Goodness. And, right. Uh, yeah. the, the, the female furies. Right. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. And Keith Giffen's this master of, I mean, he's got like six different drawing styles. Right. And they, and, and like, even though, you know, we've both said it, it looks like he's, you know, sort of channeling Kirby, there's, there's no way you would, you would just mistake this for Kirby art. I mean, right. it, it just looks like this awesome, 
like you know filter of like Kirby's art being poured through the filter of Giffen. Right. And uh, and he's really great at that, just like taking a style and just kind of making it his own. Right. Um, even if you know you can see the influences, he's he's a uh, you know, aping or whatever. Yeah. I will say there was one issue I was disappointed in, and that was the issue he did not draw. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nothing against, is it Scott Collins? Uh, who Scott was? Collins, I think, yeah. I mean, he's, 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 he's an artist. Uh, I'm going to say he's not. Really? Yeah, I've <laughs> never been a fan. I, I uh, mean, he's one of those people, like, I would never buy anything simply because he did it. Right. But uh, at also at the same time, like, you know, if, if as long as the story was good, I would read anything with Scott Collins' art. Right. If he was drawing Walking Dead, I'd be reading Walking Dead. Um. <laughs> but but yeah, it was very disappointing when you open that up and right. you know, you're like, oh yeah, no uh, giffen, no giffen. But you know, I mean, he still did. He co-wrote everything with Dan Dio, so right. you know, I mean, his his flavor's still there, right? Yeah, there. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, I gotta say, you know, I, I have to wonder if people just did avoid this book because Dan DiDio was attached to it as the writer. You know, and just didn't give it a chance. I think there's, I think there's a, well, I think there's three main reasons, really. I mean, like Dan DiDio, like right. people, people don't really, like, A, they either don't know who he is because, you know, he's not a flashy, right. you know, creator, or, like you said, B, you know, people are, have this opinion of him already. Um, but also, I think, I think the style the book was done in, not right. necessarily, not necessarily the, the fact that it was either or right. right. I mean, yeah, it like has this completely different flavor than the other superhero books. It's oh, like, yeah. it's like, yeah, I mean, it is like a love letter to the Silver Age, right? And I, I think, yeah, I see, yeah, I definitely can see that that people would avoid it. Yeah, they're like, ah, I don't really like old comics. I don't want right. something. Or they just, I don't think it even has anything to do with the old comics. I think. uh just your, I would say, your average modern-day superhero reader. Uh, you know, they view cartoony art as just something to be avoided and that it's, like, lessening, you know. I can't I can't stand that line of reasoning, I, it's but it, bullshit. it's out it there. absolute bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, like Marcus Martin... Um, I was talking to a guy. He was he was he was like, "Yeah, I love Daredevil." And I picked up this new Daredevil series because you know, you know, Mark Wade's awesome, and like, yeah, I love Daredevil. And he's like, "But that art is just so terrible." And I, and I was like, "Really?" I was like, "That's the only reason I bought it is because of how awesome the art was." And, and like he and like I know he's an artist. He's he like does like you know, uh, like kind of like fan art or something. Like I've seen sure. him set up at I think Gym City a couple of years ago, but. But he was like, he just looked at me like I was fucking crazy. You should have punched him. <laughs> well, have punched him in the crotch. I was on the clock where I would have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he was on the other side of the camera. I was like, man, that, yeah, that's so weird. Like, I mean, because Marcus Martin has this kind of simple or cartoony or. Right. But I mean, obviously he's an amazing draftsman. I mean, like it's amazing to look at. Right. It doesn't look like, you know, a kid at your high school did it. Right. And, um, yeah, I, I do not understand it at all because I think. I think that's, like, I mean, we, we are reading comics here. Right. And the, the, the main goal is to tell a story. And sometimes the cartoonier artwork 
really tells it better. Tells right. the story. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's sim- like it's all about simplifying. Right. Like, I mean, I love, I love Jeff Darrow and like Phil Jimenez and all these guys, but I don't like really reading comics by them because I get too tripped up and like I think you know, it doesn't flow as well. Right. Um, like I think they're amazing illustrators, and I would love to see a million posters and covers by right. them. But, but well, I, I think uh, Jeff Darrow has a cartoony style. I think it's just he, he yeah, his, he he spends so much time on the details, right? That that it does stop, you know, story flow, right? Uh, and I think Phil Jimenez actually is a is a better storyteller than maybe you're giving him credit for. Yeah, but I just think that uh, his particular style that he draws in. It uh, doesn't lend itself well to some stories. Well, yeah, I mean, like, the main... Like, I used to read stuff that he did, like, he did some Invisibles and whatnot. Right, right. And I, you know, I never had a problem with those, but I think once he started doing... Like, I think the first time I ever noticed it was he did a Spider-Man comic, and it was just, like, it was so weird. He's not a guy who should be doing Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was just really strange. I can, you know, Invisibles and him were fine because it's, you know, I mean, as crazy as the Invisibles got, it was a story that, that, you know, was grounded in reality a little bit. Right. And it was more about, you know, you know, espionage and then, you know, sort of real world action. Yeah. And I think that suits him. And uh, I think books like that are, are perfect for him. Like, uh, you know, I could see him doing like, you know, yeah, I mean, he would probably hate it, but you know, I could see him doing like a Punisher comic or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, that would be much better. Yeah, when you see every little, it's it's like the Spider-Man suit in the movies. Right. When you see every little stitch and everything. Like, yeah, it just takes you out. Yeah, it totally does. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man should be drawn by someone like you know, like Scotty Young. You know, someone with just like a dynamic, you know, flair and fierceness. Or even, even like I, I know you, you're not a fan, but uh, J. Scott Campbell's Spider-Man, I think is awesome. I think uh, you would probably be fun on Spider-Man, but uh, he's got that. Uh, yeah, he's he's definitely got a looseness to his his work, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, suits a character like that. Yeah. Uh, whereas I think he would be absolutely terrible on like an Invisibles. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah. would be awful. Yeah, <laughs> that would be so awful. And I love I love the guys art, but yeah, that would be terrible. Yeah, I think it's all about choosing the the right man right. for the job. And I don't think any of those people we mentioned would have worked on OMAC. Right. Yeah. But you know what's crazy? Keith Giffen could have done any of those projects. Oh yeah, because he's got so many different art styles that he's mastered. Um, and this is yeah, this one is like him drawing these awesome splash pages with these, like what's that fucking crazy train that they're riding at the end of? I think it's like. One of the last two issues. Oh, with like the weird monster Dog, tusks thing. thing. Yeah, that's so awesome. I was like, I was like, I'm glad they didn't explain that at all because it was just fucking crazy. <laughs> and I just added to the absurdness of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super fun book. Very fun book. And uh, just oh, but oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was in the middle of a tangent. Yeah. The third thing, because I was like, oh, okay. The third thing I think is that it's OMAC. People right. are like, I don't know what that is. Right. I'm not going to buy that. You know, I've got 48 other books I'm buying. I'm buying all Superman and Batman. Yeah. Titles and, yeah. and, like, you know, it just kind of got, you know, not Lost. swept under the rug, but just under the radar. Yeah. People are like, oh, man, maybe I'll, if I hear something about that. My, yeah. My friend tells me it's good or something. I think, yeah, probably. Because I think even things like, uh, 
I mean, I know like books like Animal Man and Swamp Thing are doing okay. Right. You know, uh, but I also think that there's uh, like a certain nostalgia already for those characters that allow them to, you know, still continue to be published, not get canceled. Right. Right. Uh, plus, you know, they're getting the acclaim from from the critics and all that too. Uh, but yeah, I think Omac not really, not really having a singular character in the past twenty years. <laughs> yeah. Probably has, has hurt that too. Right. Yeah. There's no Omac action figure. Well, there are. But is there really? Oh, yeah. oh, wow. uh, he's got a uh, Brave of the Bold action figure. Wasn't there? Was uh, there a Superpowers action figure? We had like a like that. A, I don't know about. I think he had like two different heads or two different faces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's probably pissing in his backyard. Let's, right uh, let's text him real quick. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there was like a red action figure with like a white helmet, and you could switch his face somehow or something. Yeah. Was that Omac? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that wasn't Omac. But uh, I do know he had a uh, figure in uh, the, uh, the 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 most recent uh, DC Universe uh, line of action figures. He looked like this one. Uh, no, no, he he looked like the Kirby version, basically. Yeah, okay. Kirby John Byrne version. I don't I don't imagine that there was a uh, this version of. Uh, him as a action figure. Unless they do like a new 52 line, maybe. maybe. Yeah, I don't think they will. Especially yeah. now that the book's canceled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it would be awesome, though. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and uh, I mean, as awesome as the series was, is, you know, I mean, you get to that eighth issue and it's just. It's like, oh, crap, we're canceled. Let's try to wrap up as many things as we yeah. possibly can. It, it was one of those situations where you yeah. felt like it was a little too rushed. Force quit. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, it does leave it open still for it to, to make a return at some point. Uh, but I'm going to have to say that, you know, unless it's uh, Keith Giffen, you know, involved, I don't know that it'll have the same charm. Oh, yeah, definitely not. I mean, I think there's plenty and of other... Probably somebody who could. Oh yeah, yeah. but but it'll be a, a slightly different kind of thing. Yeah, and there is like a nice twist on like I think it's the very last page where you you know the story kind of takes you know possible uh, giant new direction. Right. Um, and that yeah, like you said, they leave it open for maybe someone else to to tackle that. Right. And I could see how that would have a different flavor because yeah. uh, you know it is like open to a whole new sort of style of storytelling at that point. Yeah. Like the character, uh, you know, has some major development there. Yeah. But. Well, I think they were building to that anyway. Yeah. Uh, like throughout the series, because because basically what happens is that, uh, you know, Kevin becomes trapped inside the Omac body, but he has full control over it. You know, by the end. Right. But I think even throughout the series, like you know, Omac starts out as just sort of a mindless brute who can only just repeat things that are spoken to him. Yeah. But then throughout, he starts gaining more and more ability. And then like, instead of just single words, he's like yeah, forming uh, sentences and thoughts right. and then you know, doing his own thing sometimes. Uh, so they were definitely building to that anyway. Uh, it's just that, you know. It probably wouldn't have been an issue number eight. Probably not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe issue 20 or something. Right, right. So, yeah, it is kind of a shame. I do like the last issue, the cover of it, though, is... I mean, uh, if you can pull it out. Oh, yeah. Everyone, can you see it, everybody? Can you see it? 
it is kind of a uh, little homage to the the Hulk series, the uh, Bill Bixby. Oh yeah! Like every episode would end with uh, his back. Yeah, him yeah. walking away. Like you could just hear the sad music playing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Wow, that's awesome! I didn't think about that. And there is a nice little scene for for those of you who are only. You know, Batman, Superman fans. Right. Superman appears. Superman appears in the, uh... In that. So awesome. Yeah. I love Giffen drawing, uh, Superman. Super Superman. Even, yeah. even in that shitty new costume. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, uh, whenever you, like, you could see his legs, but I'm like, yeah, yeah whatever. Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, I just don't like all those seams. Yeah. They're just pointless. Right. Superman. Yeah. It's too much. It goes back to that whole simplicity thing. Yeah. Streamline it, baby. Yep. That's why I just wear this jumpsuit here. Yeah, every time right. I come over. We are we are dressed like twin Michael Myers. Yeah, yours has the E on the chest yep. and mine has the J. Yep. <laughs> We're like the Laverne and Shirley of uh you know, podcast. Yeah. yeah. Support like Laverne or uh <laughs> Which would she wear? Uh, she 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 was the only one that wore her, her initial on the uh, I think they both did, didn't they? Uh, I think so. I think Shirley had the S too. Maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of Squiggly. Squiggy. (laughs) Squiggy. Yeah. Yeah. He he wore the S. That was on his underpants. (laughs) (laughs) Which one was, uh, which one was in Spinal Tap? Was that Lenny? That was Lenny, right? Yeah. Oh man, why did he? So, oh back. Sad, it's sad that it's not around. It is. Yeah. Uh, next month is uh, is going to be uh, a little empty in the, yep. uh, the old comic file. Well, they've brought back some uh, new new books, Dial Age for Hero and whatnot. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, uh, I've heard okay things about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm uh, I'm getting the first issue of World's Finest, uh, but I, I think I'm pretty sure that I actually don't want it. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's too late. You've <laughs> <laughs> already pre-ordered. Yeah. Uh, Earth 2 is, is coming out. I'll, I'll look forward to that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think any of them are going to be as, as fun and awesome as OMAC. Yeah. Po- yeah. Quite possibly not. But, uh, you know, here, here's hoping, though. Yeah. Because comics should be fun. Well, you know... You know Superhero uh, comics should be fun, for sure. Well, you know, the sad part is Dan DeVito will probably be like, wow, I guess these fun comics don't really work. I, th- I thought I might. Let's, right. let's make everything a little more serious. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is actually a scary thought. Yeah, have, cause, it really cause, is. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, he is still a higher up at DC. Right. I mean, that is a decision he could easily make. Yeah, and he was obviously close enough to this project to realize, right? you know, that it was just something fun. and like right. he, he sees exactly what it was, obviously. Right. So it's exactly that it failed. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly. That's too bad. Yeah. That is really too bad. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Uh so yeah. Uh it's a it's a sad day now. So uh, we should go pull one out for our uh, homie. Pour one out? Yeah. Tupac? Yeah. <laughs> did you run Tupac? Yeah, I did. <laughs> He's back. Yeah, he's back. That's awesome. He's a better than, better than ever. <laughs> Hopefully they'll insert him into uh, the next version of uh, Return of the Jedi that comes out. <laughs> that would be awesome. 
<laughs> It'll be much better than seeing the Hayden Christensen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Want to take a break? Sure. Or is there anything else uh, about Obama? Um, uh, oh yeah. Do we want to say anything about Frankenstein? A good crossover with Frankenstein. They did have a crossover. Uh, uh, I didn't expect that when the series started. I uh, I did just because I'm, I'm on the internet. Oh yeah, you are. Uh, I did not read the the Frankenstein issue that uh, coincided with it. But, uh, me neither. Me it, it seemed to stand alone on its own in the Obex. So. Yeah, I was worried about that, and I was, you know, you yeah, know me, yeah, I was yeah. a little pissed off about it when right. I first heard about it. Um, and like, I'm sure the Frankenstein's a great book. I just, I just was pissed off because I was like, I don't want to have to go back and read right. all those other books. Well, I did have it, like just in case. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I, you were out of town this weekend, so luckily it didn't come up. And uh, at the time I read the, the issue of Obex that it crossed over, you know, it was. You know, I was like, okay, well, there, it's not necessary to read that other issue. But, uh, like, had I read it before and had it been a necessary thing, uh, I was I was going to be able to give you that issue if you right. needed to read it. So, That's cool. Yeah. yeah, it really didn't feel like, I mean, the only thing was, like, you know, I felt like I didn't really know that much about the Frankenstein character. Right. But they kind of filled you in, and it was like, eh, just another crazy creature he's fighting. Good. Yeah. You know. Uh, the Frankenstein series is good. Uh, I've enjoyed what I've read of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking a lot of uh, a lot of what Grant Morrison built up with the character and the and the Seven Soldiers. Uh, I think that he did a few years ago. So, yeah, that's cool. It, it, it is pretty much just wacky sci-fi film. Yeah, yeah. it's a little darker. Yeah, but uh, but but not in a grim and brooding kind just, of way. Just, just, just because it's. Monsters, just yeah. a fun horror tint. Right, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Well, I might check that one out. I, I, I like Jeff Lemire a lot. Yeah. I think Matt Kent is uh, taking over as the writer for yeah. the next issue. I like, I like that fellow as well. There you go. There's more reasons for you to read that. Okay, cool. Hey, take a break? Yeah, let's do that.
welcome back to Gutter Trash. Howdy. What's up? Oh, not much. Uh, I think I should say happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Uh, as we were recording this, it was your birthday yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I got older. Yeah, you did. Uh, how old, How many years old are you now? I'm this many. <laughs> I, for the listener, I'm 35. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it was halfway through your thirties. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say I do feel uh, exactly like I did for the last twenty years. Yeah. Uh, stoned, stoned, and horny. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> I am not stoned. Right. <laughs> I am horny. I'm always horny. You're a dude. I'm a dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we just watched an episode of The Venture Brothers, and Dr. Girlfriend shouldn't dress like that if she doesn't want to make us horny. <laughs> very true. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's a very sexy cartoon baby. She is. Oh, my gosh. And that voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing an impression of that voice now. <laughs> That's why I'm horny. <laughs> Every time I'm around you, I'm like, he's practically, if he wears that getup, it's... It's off. I'm just gonna. It doesn't matter what's going on. Here. I don't care who's here. I don't care who our guest is. This is why I don't have you over on Tuesdays. <laughs> is that your costume? That's, that's the hour. The uh, doctor girlfriend costume. You, you, you uh, practice for your uh, San Diego Comic Con <laughs> trip. <laughs> yep. Or Dragon Con is probably closer. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's <laughs> got more gamers there. Oh yeah. yeah so then, that's the main reason right. I want to go. Right. They do love your doctor girlfriend costume. Those gamers. <laughs> oh, gamers. Yeah, so, uh, did you do anything for your birthday? Um, I, t- I did. you get any presents? I did. Yeah? I did. I got a, I got some, uh, CDs yeah. and some candy. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you I'm 15, so. <laughs> um, and, uh, I spent most of the day in a pickup truck, uh, driving from Tennessee to Ohio with my cousin. He was driving, but. Yeah. Well, it was, you, know, you could sleep and relax. I oh, I didn't, though. It was huh? weird. It's weird. I think I've turned over a new leaf. Um, you know, I'm traditionally a, a late sleeper. Right. Like, I, don't, I usually don't have to be at work till 11. Right. Um, the last, like, uh, let's see, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. The last five days, the latest I've slept is 8.30. Which for me is crazy. Right. And like tomorrow I'm getting up at like, actually the next two days I'm getting up between 8 and 8.30 yeah. for uh, appointments I have. Yeah. So I think I'm turning into a morning person. Oh yeah, look at you getting up at the crack of dawn. Yeah. Hey, I got up at 5.45 on uh, Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Or 5.30 actually. Um, it's still... <laughs> Fifteen minutes later than I have to get up. Oh, Monday through Friday. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, baby steps. You know, <laughs> I'm going from ten o'clock to eight o'clock, and you know, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll work my way down to seven thirty at some point, <laughs> like ten years from now. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I've been enjoying the mornings. That's bizarre. Yeah. So I've, uh, I've been doing this bullshit for six years now. Right. And I am still not enjoying mornings. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, I guess some, some, uh, 
you know, internal clocks just never get adjusted right there. Yeah. Because, uh, so I, I nearly had a temper tantrum uh, on Sunday. Because uh, I had somewhere to be at noon. <laughs> it's like, that is fucking early for a Sunday. It is early. To be somewhere at noon, that means I had to get up at like 11. Holy crap. At the latest. Which I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still pretty good. Yeah. You can sleep to 11. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I Yeah, like the whole time we were in Tennessee, like the first like seven hours I was there, I was just like nodding off. Like I just felt like I couldn't stay awake. But uh we went to visit my uncle. Uh long story short, we thought he was basically dying of cancer, but basically he's kicking cancer's ass. Okay. Like he's doing really well. Um <clears throat> but it was, you know, I hadn't seen So it was a wasted trip. I know. What a waste. <laughs> Next time, wait till you're dying before you call me. No. No, I'm so glad that he, that he wasn't because he's, he's like one of my absolute favorite relatives and he always has been since I've been a kid. And, uh, he's just this awesome dude that lives on the hill. He's been dating the same lady for over two decades. Uh, they don't live together. They just have dated for 20 years. Nice. Um, this is the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He's smart. I'm working on it. I'm three years into that same plan. Hey, hey, I did mine for uh, seven or eight years. Uh, Uh, (laughs) But but no, this was awesome. We were sitting on his porch, and I was like falling in and out of sleep, and there's all these like bugs. There's a lot of gnats down there. It's Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, Just full of, uh, you know. A lot uh, lot of creatures. Insects and uh, racists. (laughs) Yeah. I've seen buzzards and turkeys and ostriches when I've been at his house. Like, right. I mean, it's fucking crazy. But he he had you know, he has a bug zapper. He's had a bug zapper forever, as long as I can remember on the porch. But t- this time he had a tennis racket that had a button on the side, and the like the like the wire strings of the racket are not wire strings. They're like the same material as a bug zapper. And, he, and it's like, I mean, it looks exactly like a tennis racket. And he just sits there and he's like, you can hear the buggers just zapping as he's moving the tennis racket around on the porch. It was crazy. Now, is I, that an actual thing or did he make that? No, no. Like, I mean, I could see him making it because he's real, like, technical. But, I mean, it, it had, like, a copyright and a button on okay, the side right. and everything. So, so, yeah, it was nuts, though. Hmm. Well, you know, though, that. Somewhere else in some backwoods, you know, small town yeah. country, somebody did make that, and then just happened to yeah, and didn't oh make yeah, a billion on it. Yeah, you know, no one in a city made that. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just another fun example of uh, of uh, trash ingenuity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was it was That's super fun. I had a really good time. I got to see like. Eight or eight or nine of my relatives down there, so most of which I really like. That's so, cool. Uh, I'm not big on my family. So yeah, yeah. it uh, is alien to me to uh, enjoy your family. <laughs> <laughs> they got a few you like, right? You got yeah, some, yeah. yeah, my mom and my dad. Yeah, let's get some. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly just because I lived with them for twenty years, so I got used to them. Right. Yeah. You learned to tolerate. Exactly. 
I really like some of my cousins. Uh, one of them works at a prison down there. Uh, one of them is 10 years old, and he was just running around with guns and blades the entire time, uh, which was fucking crazy to me. But they're there. They don't care. They're like, here's a... It was like... Uh, it looks like an automatic rifle, but it was a BB gun, and they just like gave it to him, and he was just running around outside with it and shooting it around. Awesome. Yeah, it's Tennessee. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, good times. Oh, but this was sort of like a birthday present for me. Um, on the way home, my uncle was like, "You know, they there's a there's actually uh some legalized moonshine that they sell at this gas station right by the exit." Like, I was like, "What?" And he was like, "No, I'm serious." He's like, "It's moonshine, and it's called popcorn Sutton, and uh, they sell it there." And and we went by, but. On the way home, we were leaving on Sunday, so the liquor store was closed, unfortunately. The li- it's like a gas station slash liquor store, right. and the half that sells liquor was closed. Right. So I didn't get to buy any, but um, they did have, at the same gas station... Grippos. Yes. Well, they had Grippos. <laughs> but they had a Grippos product I did not know existed, no. and I bought this on my birthday. I bought a bottle of Grippos barbecue sauce. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm so excited. Isn't it? I mean, you know, uh, uh, I don't think you're allowed to have barbecue sauce. What? What is that? Uh, because you're a vegetarian. Oh, I'm going to put it on. I actually, when I go. No, home, don't tell me what you're putting it on. Because that's <laughs> going to make it worse. Just as a vegetarian, you are not allowed to have barbecue sauce. You've never had a cucumber sprouts barbecue sandwich? You are blaspheming the whole purpose of barbecue sauce. <laughs> To make things better? <laughs> to make meat better. Oh. All right. I'll, it is not meant for your pussy vegetables. I'll put a ham bone on there or something. <laughs> I keep telling you, you need to start eating meat. Yeah. It's just going to make your life that much better. I, you know, I, sh- I like basically should have before <laughs> I went to, Ken- went to Tennessee because... Everything that anybody makes there, like the fucking coleslaw has ham in it. Right. I mean, you know, it's like, like one night for dinner, he made this fucking spread. I mean, it was Saturday night. He made this giant spread of dinner. Um, but the only thing I could eat was mashed potatoes and a biscuit. And, and uh, those had bacon in it. I wouldn't be surprised because my stomach was <laughs> fucked up. I mean, it might have just been like an inch and a half of like bacon grease in his pans that he right, used. Right. But it, yeah, my stomach was fucked up and all I had was mashed potatoes, and I drank some tomato juice. Surely there wasn't, like, chunks of pork in the tomato juice, but... I mean, it was delicious and, like, don't well, get wrong. The tomato juice was just uh, a steak that they wrung out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> wow, I didn't... Yeah. But, uh, no, it was, I mean, like, he's an awesome cook, and, like, I enjoyed his eggs and whatnot, but... Yeah, everything, everything was loaded with meat. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. So I had to sneak off. Like, I didn't want to... I just told him I wasn't very hungry. And then, like, after he was in the other room, I, like... I had packed some snacks and I made a peanut butter sandwich and wolfed it down while he was while I was in the other room. So, so they don't know that you're a vegetarian. No, I've told him I'm a vegetarian, but he doesn't understand. Like, like he was like, well, he's like, I made beans. You can eat some beans. And I went over to the bean yeah. pot and there's a and giant... Yeah. Hand. I mean, it's, like, protruding like a... <laughs> Like the fucking Titanic glacier, you know? And, uh, and like, I was like, oh. And then, like, he made gravy, biscuits and gravy. 
in the morning, and there was no meat in the gravy. Right. But, but it was this, like, it was what he cooked a sausage in, and I was like, oh, I can't, I can't eat that. I'm going to get sick all over the place. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, do you have any, do you have any, like, you know, pad thai? <laughs> like, uh, I think, uh, you know, whether, you know, Hopefully he beats uh, the cancer. Hopefully mm-hmm. he, he has a nice long life. But uh, when he does pass, uh, you know, maybe they'll just uh, give you a call and say, "Stay home, city boy." <laughs> <laughs> well, they were talking about they're going to have this like because we used to always do this uh, like cousins reunion like every so many years because right. they're all spread out in different states and whatnot. And uh, they're going to have one sometime like late summer, early fall. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll definitely be here." Yeah. And I started thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, that'll be like three days of me eating, of sneaking into the outhouse to eat a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> but I, I'm still looking forward to it, because I really do like a lot of my family down there. They're, they're, like, uh, I like maybe like three people on my mom's side of the family, and then I like, like two dozen on my dad's side of the family. So, pretty excited. That's cool. Yeah. Glad you had a good time. I guess that's a fine way to spend the birthday. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you did initially go down there for, for, you know, I guess what you presumed was possibly going to be a sad occasion. Right, yeah. And the fact that you had yeah. a lot of fun, it was sort of a vacation for you. You got to take a weekend off. You know? It, it, You know, I did have, like, kind of an anxiety attack on Saturday night, though. Yeah. Like, a, like one that was not pleasant. And right. I hadn't I really had them in years. But, it, like, we were all sitting around and, like, they were just talking about weapons. And, like, my uncle was talking about how... Like, this is this nice, peaceful little town. It's right. called Oneida. It's on the side of a mountain, and, like, there's, like, nothing around. And he said that they've they started having murders, and, like, uh, meth is being sold there. And, like, right. I mean, like, I was like, oh, my gosh. And he was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, just, you know, everything's going crazy around here. And I was like, it was getting me really depressed, and I was, like, thinking about I was like, man, we should all just be fucking killed. I hope, I hope, right. Like, because the, there was also all these tornadoes predicted for this weekend and I was like maybe tornadoes should just fucking kill us all and, you know, like, who cares and I was like in this really like, down mood but then when I woke up Sunday I was you know I got some Grippa's barbecue sauce and everything right, was right. fine <laughs> 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 and then I got to hang out me and Kathleen watched um, some telly last night and, telly yeah uh, it's the television oh okay yeah well, you should just say that yeah. I like abbreviating things <laughs> TV is yeah. the uh Ooh. Yeah, sure. yeah. So we watched a special in the Titanic, which was it sank a hundred years ago on my birthday. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I know. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of these assholes who doesn't know that it's not real. Yeah. I don't know. Pro- show me some proof. Uh, I read it in a history book. In yeah. School. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and there's wreckage. Yeah. Yeah, so what did you do to celebrate my birthday? What did I do to celebrate my <laughs> birthday? Uh, I, had a, I had a weird weekend. Yeah? Yeah. Um, my uh, Friday, my friend Amanda, she uh, she didn't have to do any homework, uh, which is a rarity. So uh, we went out and saw a movie. Uh, not only did I leave my apartment to see a movie out at a movie theater. Yeah. I saw a movie... On its opening night. Oh my gosh, that is weird. Yeah. Was that horrible? Uh, 
The movie? The experience. The experience? Actually not. Really? Uh, as I predicted, uh, the movie that I went to see uh, was not very popular amongst people. Yeah. So it wasn't too crowded. It was oh. also early-ish enough. Right. It started at 7. Okay, it wasn't like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we went to see Cabin in the Woods. Nice. And uh, I can't tell you about it, other than everybody should go fucking see that movie. Yeah? Without knowing a damn thing about it. That's the Joss Whedon movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's something you can know about it, right? That is something you can know about yeah. it. And it's about a cabin in the woods. It's about a group of kids who go to this cabin in the woods, and then terrible things happen. Wow, that sounds great. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, sounds really it's good. It's got the guy who played Thor in it. Yeah. In the, uh... The recent film or like the uh, TV? <laughs> the, uh, the recent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it also has Richard Jenkins in it, which is awesome. Who's that? Uh, you would probably know him best. Uh, he was in uh, Burn After Reading. He was like the uh, the, the bald uh, guy who was in love with uh, Francis Norman's character. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. He's been, I think he's been in a couple of Coen Brothers. Been, yeah. yeah, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was excellent. Uh, highly recommend that movie. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, seriously, it's it's, it's a fantastic movie. Hmm. Um, so then Saturday, uh, you, you weren't here, and, and I was just sort of lost and alone, and I, I just started wandering around, and uh, eventually found this uh, kindly couple who took me in for the evening. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> It was like an old blind couple, yeah. and like <laughs> they built a fire and like made you some porridge. Yeah, they built me a fire, and I freaked out and uh, smashed the house. <laughs> you murdered them both. Yes, yeah. murder by. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that happening. <laughs> uh, then hung out with a couple friends and uh, got a computer out of it. That's a good deal. Oh, you stole a computer. I stole a computer from their house. Nice. They weren't even looking. That's great. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, they just, they had a, an extra, they had an extra laptop. Because uh, cause the guy, uh, I guess he works for a Mac store, Mac Depot, something to deal with Macs. Huh. And uh, in order to get certification... Uh, he had to prove that he could build a laptop out of used parts. So he basically rebuilt uh, a MacBook Pro. And uh, But since he and his wife already have uh, newer models, that they just had this extra computer. Wow. Uh, that, that was completely rebuilt with, with you know, used and new parts. And so they said, here. That's super cool. Fuck yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, You'd have to be a dumb fuck to turn down a free computer, whether it's a Mac or not. Because <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Mac. Right. Oh, you will be, right? A uh, free computer. Yeah, yeah. As as you well know. Yeah, okay. that's how I got mine. Yeah. I got a free Mac. I didn't even have to murder an elderly couple. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah, but then on your actual birthday, I... Uh, I, uh, I did some stuff. I said I had to be somewhere at noon on that day. Uh, I went and uh, I shot uh, uh, well, I shot an episode of uh, Baron Von Porkchop's uh, Terrifying Tales in the Macabre. Nice. 
It was the uh, the season finale for uh, season two. It was the uh, the chili cook-off uh, special. Oh. Uh, so there was like uh, 20, 30 people there. Wow. It was quite a lot of people. No, was this green chili again? Uh, no, no. Uh, this was, was actually uh, edible. Okay. Actually, well, because, uh, yeah, my previous appearance, one of my previous appearances uh, was... Uh, the plot of it was that uh, the Baron had caught uh, the creature from Black <laughs> right. and uh, served him up as meat. Uh, and so the episode that I appeared in, my first appearance, was I was cutting up the, the green meat. Right. And it was brown chuck that we bought at Kroger, and we just doused it in uh, green, green food color. And then we cooked it up afterwards, and it was actually pretty tasty. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Creature from Black Lagoon, slightly gamey, but yeah, yeah. it goes down easy. Uh, but no, I guess the the plotline for this was uh, that uh, they caught uh, Bigfoot and they cut him up and made him into chili. <laughs> wow, uh, that's a lot of chili. I bet that is a lot of yeah. chili. Uh, but they had uh, like a chili cook-off with uh, the Baron and then me as his uh, personal butcher. Nice, uh, serving up the chili, and then there were uh, other characters there who had chili, and uh, the Baron's uh, arch nemesis had his own chili. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they actually had chili there, and then so, you know, I was there for like three hours. I had a couple bowls of chili, yeah, yeah. free, uh, free chili, free chili. Nice. Yeah. Uh, while while uh, Brassfield uh, shot all this stuff. Uh, and I was in quite a few scenes. That's awesome. Is your character, is it? Is it the butcher, or do you have a... I have a name. It's uh, JD. JD the Meat Man. JD the Meat Man. I like that. That's good. Uh, I wear a, a bloody shirt and an apron. Nice. Yeah. As butchers sometimes do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I told them that uh, if, they, uh, if they featured me more, I would uh, go out and spend the money on a more convincing costume. Uh, they don't uh, seem to want me to be in oh. more episodes than I'm in. Oh, well, they just need to like find some more uh, creatures to to Murder, chop in them, yeah. make into Salisbury steaks. Yeah, yeah. If, you know, who wasn't want who wouldn't want a werewolf Salisbury Salisbury steak? Right. <laughs> uh, but uh, so yeah, so I did that, and uh, like Brassfield wasn't done. He still had more stuff to shoot, but uh, like you, you know. Everything that involved like crowds or, or like you know, wide shots uh, or anything specific to to like, serving the chili or whatever, uh, you know, he just kept the main four members of the cast around and sent everybody else home. So, like by the time I got to my car, it was like two forty something like that, and I was just a block away from uh, the Neon Theater. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, the Neon had a movie that I. Uh, really wanted to see and I thought about seeing it on a Saturday or Sunday if I had the chance. And so I got out my phone, I looked up the times and uh, it was playing at 2.45. Nice. And I looked down the block so I'm like, I can make that. So I drove over the neon, I ran in and... Uh, in your bloody apron. In my bloody, uh, <laughs> my bloody apron. They've seen worse. Yeah. Uh, had enough time to buy a Coke, I sat down and uh, the trailers were still going on. Nice. And uh, proceeded to watch the greatest fucking movie I have ever fucking seen. That's what it's called? Yes. Huh. <laughs> uh, known for short, uh, The Raid. The Raid? Yes. Is this is this one you can tell me about? Because I'm, I'm not familiar. I can tell you about it. It's an Indonesian movie. 
Um, it is about a, a group of 20 or so cops, uh, a SWAT team, who uh, they decide uh, their, their, their mission is uh, to uh, raid a building. Uh, it's like a 15-story slum building that's run by like one of the, the biggest criminals in Indonesia. Hmm. Uh, where basically the building is full of criminals who are hiding out. Uh, basically any criminal who is on the run and can pay rent gets to live there. Oh, wow. And there's also a functioning drug lab in there and everything. Nice. Uh, so the cops are raiding this place. They're going to bust the uh, the main guy. Uh, floor by floor, they start going up this building. And on the sixth floor, a little kid uh, spots them and manages to get a warning to the big boss, who then makes a call on the loudspeaker that uh, anybody who can kill all the cops gets to live there for free. <laughs> and uh, that is ten minutes into the movie. And for the next hour and a half, it is just the most ball-busting, non-stop action. Really? Straight through. Wow. Uh, do you recall the scene in Old Boy? where uh, he fights 30 dudes with a hammer in a hallway. Yeah, okay. Uh, it is like that, only two hours long, and there's 15 hallways. <laughs> wow. It's like a fucking crazy violent video game. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's a plot to it. Right, and, you yeah. Know, I mean, you know, some quieter moments to help build tension and stuff like that. Right. But, but the majority of it is just fucking... Crazy batshit kung fu. Oh, okay. Kung fu? Yeah. Wow. It's like an Indonesian kung fu. I can't remember the the exact name of it, but, uh, like, the director of the movie is a British guy, uh-huh. and I guess he, like, discovered, well, he didn't discover it, but, like, you know, he, he learned about this, this uh, form of kung fu that they perform in martial arts in, uh, in uh, Indonesia. And so he's basically decided that he is uh, just going to make a bunch of movies where uh, he gets to spotlight this this martial art wow. and bring it to the forefront. That's awesome. And uh, so I think this is his second movie that he's made doing that. And I guess uh, there's going to be three raid movies. Huh. Uh, <laughs> Did you know what to expect in this, or just I just knew that it was an action movie and that it uh, was was a, you know the basic plot. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow, I, I did not expect there to basically barely be any chance to like you know calm down. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, the movie was over, and I really just wanted to stick around and watch it again. Wow, like 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 I regretted leaving the neon. Wow, I really? left there. It's like what, I should have seen it again. What did you like? Gauge any other crowd reactions? Did people seem to like it? Uh, unfortunately, because I showed up so late, I had to sit in front of everybody. So oh, okay. Couldn't see anybody except for the guy coughing behind me constantly. Right. Which, uh, folks, if you're sick, if you got a cough, if you got a tickle in your throat, stay the fuck home. Yeah. There's Netflix for yeah, that. Exactly. Get a lozenge on Netflix. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, uh, there was, I mean, there was like a couple funny parts here, but, but nobody really laughed except, uh, one scene, one guy laughed and, and no one else did. And like, I found it funny. Right. Uh, but like, I, didn't laugh out loud, right. uh, and I just felt really bad for that guy. <laughs> oh, maybe he was like, maybe he was like, "Fuck these people!" I'm laughing. Well, he kind of laughed, and then he kind of trailed off, like he realized that uh, he was the only one that laughed out loud. <laughs> what was it? Kathleen said she laughed at a uh, what movie was that? She watched Twilight, or I don't know, or something. 
inappropriate laugh, but yeah. you know, yeah, everybody's got to have their uh, yeah. awkward moment. Yeah. Huh. Man, oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. Fucking great. Uh, go see Cabin in the Woods first, because uh, that you're, you're going to run the risk of being spoiled for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, like sooner or later. <laughs> Uh, the raid, you, you don't need to worry about spoilers. You just have to worry about uh, ass kicking. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that sounds cool. So it's subtitled. Yeah. Okay. Even though it's a British director. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, the Neon has a kind of a an odd mix of movies there. Yeah. Like yeah. Sometimes it's like the most pretentious, artsy looking stuff ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the other movie that they're showing, I think maybe they're showing two movies, I can't recall, but the other one that the other theater was called uh, Jeff Who Lives at Home. Yeah. I think it's a comedy with, uh, has uh, Jason Siegel from uh, oh, okay. Your Mother and the Muppets and all that. Huh. Yeah. I hadn't heard about that one either. Yeah. But it seems like one of those sort of, I mean, I know it's a comedy, but it seems like one of those sort of twee indie comedy type things. Yeah, know? okay. Right. Seemed like something to rent, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I like Jason Siegel. He's funny. I like him too. I just don't want to ever see any movies he's been in other than Muppets. Yeah. Not even Bad Teacher. <laughs> you ever heard of Bad Teacher? No. Oh. I think he was like a gym teacher in this movie or something. I don't, oh, know. Okay. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Well, that's cool. The Raid. That sounds, both of those sound some, like something I would enjoy. I think you would. I think you'd get a kick out of both. Mm-hmm. I'm sure my lady would as well. Yeah. Uh, I told her about both uh, while you were gone. Because uh, uh, I told her I was going to see Kevin in the Woods, and uh, she asked me to tell her what I thought of it. And Because, uh, I don't know. Despite the fact that she and I have had uh, many conversations about horror movies, like she's like, you know, I don't know, I just don't like modern day horror movies, even though I know she's seen Right, right. Uh, but like you know, I, once I saw it, I sent her a text and said like you know, just uh, like I highly recommend this movie. Go see it, knowing as little as possible, and also realize that it's actually more of a comedy than it is a horror movie. Hmm. So would you put it in the same like genre as like Tucker and Dale? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That movie was awesome. Yeah, yeah. That would, uh, yeah, it fits right in with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe, uh, maybe maybe not as uh, hilarious as Tucker and Dale was. Cause, I mean, it was pretty slapsticky, right? Uh, but, but this is definitely sharp. It's definitely sharply written. Uh, very very uh, uh, clever. Huh? Yeah. So is it written and directed by Joss Whedon? No, just written. Okay. Uh, the the well, co-written co-written with uh, the guy by the name of Drew Goddard. Who wrote Cloverfield? Oh, okay. Okay. And, uh, he. This is his directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, nice. I will check it out eventually. You should. Hopefully before it's spoiled. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know where you work. People would uh, have gone to see that. They probably won't. Uh, they're just they're sold out for the Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. No. I know Joe G wants to go see it. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Don't spoil it for me, Juju. Don't do it, Joe. <laughs> but do tell us if uh, Omak was a superpower figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah please do. <laughs> with, with a twisty head. We should have looked that up. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so yeah. So, uh, again, once again, happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Fishing. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but you got to do something for him, Yeah. Uh, so I don't know exactly what's going on from this point here. Oh, because because I know uh, we we got some stuff coming up that uh, may interfere with the normally scheduled program. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I we mean, we're doing something different next weekend. Yeah, we're, we're well, not really different. Uh, we're, just, we're still sitting around talking about comics. Right, right. We're we're just doing it in a different city. Yeah, like we do every year around this time. That's right. Uh, we're going to space again. Space. Not uh, not the. Uh, not as in Pigs in. No, no, yeah. Or, or, as in the Small Press and Comic Expo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're doing that next weekend in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully hanging out with our pals Pat Kane and uh, Brian John Mitchell. Yeah, no Kurt. No Kurt no this uh, Disappointing. Very disappointing. Uh... Should I say disappointing again? Uh, uh, you implied that you. Okay. I think you just said it. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I was I was uh, waiting for you to say something, and uh, you're not. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I, I can't I can't remember what, why he wasn't gonna be there. Was there another show? I forget what was going on. Oh, uh, well, I know he just went to C two C two E two right last right. week. <laughs> well, actually, this past weekend. I think he's doing another show in May. Yeah. I, I forget. So yeah, he's I mean he's got his he's got a busy schedule, but. We love yeah. our Kurt. We yeah, you know, it'd be nice if he could uh, come and hang out with his uh, Ohio friends. Oh, we love you in Ohio. Yeah, and you know, not not fucking horror hound bullshit. Yes. You yeah, know, comics where you belong, Kurt. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's big in Ohio. They love the uh, when you're in Indiana over over in Ohio. Yeah, uh, more towards the uh, the border. Probably towards the border. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, PB Kane will be there. Uh, some people who BGM. aren't. BJM. Um, Nate Powell, who's not, you know, really our friend or anything, but he was uh, formerly on the show. He'll be there. Former guest there. Yeah. Um, uh, Nate McDonough will be there. I like his stuff. Not a uh, former guest. Not a former guest, but uh, good good stuff. Uh, Whatever you say. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. That's a good show. Look it up at www.backporchcomics.com. Yeah. Click on the space thing. Yeah, tell you goodbye. I'll most likely be drunk the entire weekend. No, nice. Yeah. Yeah. As I am every year. Yeah. <laughs> That's what makes comic conventions tolerable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I will not have anything for sale. Uh, the people around me will all have stuff that I have contributed to. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow, yeah. For sale. At least three different things, yeah. probably. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so I guess when we come back, because of the, the, the busyness of the weekend, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll be doing a sort of a recap of that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think that's probably the plan. Yeah. yeah. So I don't have to pick a movie. You don't have to. Uh, you, you can, can if you want. Maybe, I'll, maybe, maybe two weeks from now. Maybe I'll give myself another week to think about it. Yeah. Okay. Because I was kind of going back and forth right before, uh, like when we took the break, I was looking at your movies, trying to see if I wanted to pick one of those instead of the one I have in mind. Right. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll sit on it for a week. You, you do sit on it. I'll keep it under my hat. Yeah, and I will then just rent whatever the fuck I want from Netflix yeah. this upcoming week. This, is, this week's all about you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rent that first movie from the Raid guy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. I can't remember the name of it. It's a foreign name. Another Indonesian kung fu stuff. Yep. Awesome.
So yeah, maybe we'll just uh, maybe we'll just have a grand old time in Columbus and tell you all about it. Well, that sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, we'll do that next week. Maybe there won't even be a show next week. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. You'll just have to guess at what we got up to. Yeah. All the craziness. Unless you're there. Right. Come on out. Which you should be. Where's it at? It's in the... I don't know. It's at the Shriner Museum or something. (laughs) Isn't it at a hotel? Yeah. It has been for the last two years. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Columbus, Ohio. There we go. That's where it's at. (laughs) Yeah, just look it up. Google Small Press Alternative Comics Expo Columbus. You'll, you'll find it. Is it Alternative Comics Expo or is it And Comics? Oh, no, it's Alternative. Small uh, Press Alternative. Are you sure? Uh-huh. Are you sure? I think. Isn't yeah. it? I think it's And. Well, maybe Whatever. It's... Just look up space. Yeah. Uh, Bob Corby. Yeah. There you go. That's a name you yeah. can find. <laughs> there you go. Back Porch Comics. How yeah, many of those going to be? Uh, Brian John Mitchell has some information for you. There's like eight links on my yeah. blog about it. Yeah. Uh, find it on Facebook. Do, do whatever you got to do. If you're in Ohio, if you're not in Ohio. It's worth a drive. It's two days. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday, 21st yeah, and 22nd. We'll be there. We'll be there the entire time. Mm-hmm. Drunk as hell. Drunk. Drawing. Yeah. What could go wrong? Yeah. Fornicating with Wookiees and whatever. Okay. Doctor Girlfriend people walking yeah, around. Yep. If we see any uh, Doctor Girlfriends and Wookiees, we're, we're banging them. All That's right. it. That sounds like a plan. All right. All right. <laughs> so, uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, uh. So that'll, that'll bring Kurt out. Yeah. He goes okay. Wookiee costume. Yeah. Take, or tape his breasts together and get in his <laughs> Doctor Girlfriend suit. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, good night. Yeah. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>